Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to love for today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new solo episode. So if you hear the word solo and you say, I don't want to hear any more of this guy, go ahead and tune out if you want. It's okay. For those of you that stick around and hang out for the whole show, well, thank you. It means a lot. And I think we're going to get into some good stuff today. But today's going to be a very relatable show. So of the seven listeners that we do have on the show and everybody that hangs out with us, they a lot of the messages we get is we like the show because it's relatable. It's things that we're going through as business owners. And so that's why I try that. Like this podcast is a labor of love. We really try to give back and try to give back to the community as much as we can. People that have taught me, I want to take that and then now teach other people with the little bit that I know. So I want to give back as much as I can. And in doing that, then uh, we're going to be pretty relatable. We're going to share, share the good, the bad, and the ugly all the things in between, because we need that stuff to grow. We don't need to see just the highlights to grow. We need to see all the bad stuff, how you navigated the problems, how you fix the problems, how you get out of debt, how you do all that stuff. Well, we need to see that. And so that's what I like as a consumer. If I'm consuming content, I want to listen to a show or watch a show that I'm like, hey, I actually relate with these people, and this I think this person can actually help me in my company. So that's what we want to be here on the podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in and bearing with us and hanging out for another solo episode today. So what are we going to get into? I don't know. Who knows? We're going to talk about Spring Rush right now, though. It's our main thing. Um, you know, we ne- I never know where we're going to go. I'll, I'll be rocking and rolling, and then I'll have a thought coming into my head, and then we'll just go down that road for 10 more minutes. Who knows? But right now... I am recording this the night before it releases. So relatable openness, okay? I'm recording this in the truck while I'm driving around to go get my dog's dog food because spring rush has hit hard. And so yesterday I didn't have time. The dogs are flat, like out of food, completely out. Bag is empty, no crumbs, no nothing. And so I think they literally had green beans for breakfast, I think is what Savannah gave them. But anyway, we have to rock and roll with what we have this time of year. And so this is what we're this is what we're doing. We're recording this on the road while I'm driving to go get dog food. If that's not real life and relatable, I don't know what is. So I hope you enjoy it. But uh, Spring Rush is hitting hard, and, and I hope it's hitting everyone else as hard as it is me because it's a good problem to have. We want the leads to come in. We want to be busy. But I think you need to go into Spring Rush right now and have a mentality of I'm going to hit it head on totally because if I don't hit this head on, then I'm going to get left behind and I'm going to get run over. Spring Rush will trample you. It will absolutely trample you if you don't have your ducks in a row. And that's not to say everything's perfect, everything's figured out. That's not the case. We don't we don't know that. I don't know anything or everything. We're just trying to go one day at a time. But one thing that I do know is there are a few things that I have in order that we're trying to stay on top of this year. 
One of those is we go back to Friday's show about our sales process. I'm trying to work on that and navigate that and hone that in over this period of time because that sales process for me is crucial. If I'm not vetting customers, if I'm not getting them the leads in and taking care of the right way, then I'm going to be in trouble, and I need to be able to close the sale as well. So right now we're getting tons and tons of leads. I'm sure you are as well. It's just that time of year. This phone rings more than ever in these weeks. And I wonder if it's that way for every other business. Like, I know every everybody got to have seasonality, right? Like, I guess retail is like shopping right before the holidays um, and things like that right before Christmas. Easter's a big time. Spring is a big time for big box stores because I know I was in uh, I was in Home Depot today and the garden center was just crazy. At like 12, 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock on a, thir- on a Tuesday afternoon – just absolutely slammed, lying out the door like it was crazy. And that's just the way it is. It's just spring is here, flowers are blooming, grass is turning green, Easter's right around the corner, so everybody wants their yard fixed up for Easter. There were people buying hibiscuses and uh, grass, people buying sod, people buying plants, people buying everything, like all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's crazy to see that like we're not, contractors aren't the only ones that are dealing with spring rush. So are the big box stores, so are people like places like that, retail nurseries all of that stuff so uh no you're not the only one first off (laughs) uh no you're not the only one going through this but for me this time of year we're trying to definitely work on our sales process like we talked about on friday and then we also so one thing is you can't let leads fall through the cracks this is me like looking into the mirror and talking to myself when i say this because i have been very bad at this in the past i'll just be totally honest and blunt and open I have not been the best at this. I need to be t- a, lot, a lot better, like a lot better at not letting leads fall through the crack. And people say, you might say, well, I don't have time. Like, it's hard to keep up with everybody. I'm right there with you. I'm the, I'm the one that says, I don't have time. It's hard to keep up with everybody. Because when I'm working all day, so the last two days, we have worked from 7 to five, 6 yesterday, 5.30, 5.45 today. So long days, 11-hour days. That's the longest, you might make fun of me, that's the longest I've worked probably in over a year. I don't think that we ever worked till 6 last year. Um, we just we were able to get everything done. We were fully staffed. And, but, hey, I'm, like I said, I'm not complaining. This isn't me complaining at all. I, I love the leads coming in. But it's just that it's just that time of year. And so uh, we're just trying to navigate everything one day at a time. But my plan is we got to hit it head on. We need to have our sales process in line. We can't let leads fall through, fall through the cracks this year. So our website is nice. We can go on our website. All of our information is there. All of the customer's information is there or the leads information when they submit a lead. And shout out to Brandon Bull. Uh, they've made us a great website, and we have been bringing in leads with it. It's been open for a week. We've already got four or five leads ran through there, which is awesome. Some of you might say, well, that's terrible. You need more than that. I'm just saying what works for us, that's great. Uh, and so I, I appreciate everything Adam and Lauren did to get our site up and running in a timely manner. And now it is ready to go for spring rush. So I am very, very appreciative. But today, what we're really going to get into is just the importance of having these processes. Because if you don't have them in place, then you could your business really could go out of business this year. I, I 100% believe it because you have to have your, your cash flow, your reduction in order. So we talked a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, maybe two months ago, uh, we did an episode that said cash flow kills. And that show was really talking about the importance of cash flow. So I, I, wanna, I don't want to talk about that today. I don't want to get into the whole cash flow game. What I do want to hit on is the fact that how important it is for Spring Rush. The last two days in our business, we have done a ton of landscape uh, just like, 
maintenance and improvements. And so it's been super wet and rainy. We couldn't mow anything. It's just been, oh, it's been terrible. But anyway, that's spring showers bring May flowers. That's how it goes. That's the saying. Well, that's totally true. We've gotten so much rain. It's going to rain again Thursday and Friday. Like, I don't even know how I'm keep how I'm going to keep up with all of it. But um, we're just going one day at a time. That's, that's one thing that I, I do need to say is, like, just go one day at a time. Take it one day at a time. But uh, we had – in the last two days, we've done probably four thousand dollars worth of material cost uh, on our on our cards because that's just what we've been buying. We've spent over a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars on pine straw yesterday. We did over two hundred bales of pine straw. We did uh, another sixty, seventy today. We did uh, what else? Did we did we did cross tie job today. So we bought, spent five hundred bucks on cross ties. We did some rock jobs. Like we did quite a few. We've just been doing quite a few landscape little enhancements and things over the last couple of days. Well. With that comes cost, like material cost, and so you have to eat that cost in the beginning for these small jobs. Like, I, and I know when you get into bigger landscape jobs, you take deposits, you take draws, and and so people pay you maybe thirty percent now, thirty percent then, and then forty percent to close the job. Uh, that's awesome. Whatever system works for you. These little pine straw jobs that are four, five, six hundred dollars. I'm not taking deposits for those because usually we're doing those within a day or two of them calling and requesting it. So by the time their initial deposit even came through, it would be time to send the full invoice. And so there's just no point in splitting that payment up. Now, with that being said, I don't do that unless it's a customer that I trust. I'm going to vet my customers. Uh, we're going to get a card on file. Like those things have to happen. But I'm not taking de- I'm not taking deposits for those. So. I'm safe if something if they try to not pay. Like we're gonna have a card on file, but I'm not taking initial deposits. So we're fronting that money. We're fronting four thousand dollars. And for me, we use credit cards in our business. And that's just, we're not gonna get into that whole topic. We've had multiple talks and and discussions with other business owners, and people have different opinions on it. Of no debt, good debt, bad debt, uh, all the things in between. Whether you share in cash only. For me and my business, we personally run credit cards and so i put all of my business expense on credit cards i this is not financial advice go talk to your own financial advisor get people around you talk to them have a private conversation i love the way that we do it because all of our all of our costs are in one place so it's on one card everything is on there we can review our statement at the end of the month and say this is what we spent on this this is what we spent on this these are the dates I have, I'm able to have employee cards through there, so all my employees have a card that I, that I want to have a card, and so they can go wherever they're at in a store or something, they can run in, swipe the card if they need to buy something. It shows me at the end of the month a breakdown of what they spent every month, and so it's very easy to track and keep up with. I'm a big fan of that in my business, and it also gives us some, some leeway, some time in between uh, our material costs, and then we have to pay it all off. So the reason I got into this is, we spent four or five thousand dollars the last couple of days on material alone. Well, we have not collected checks or we have not charged cards for that yet, and and so we'll actually we'll be charging cards tonight. Uh, but we charge cards over the weekend for end of month billing. Well, guess what? Even charge cards take time to get into your bank account. So ours is two business days. You have to have two business days. So I charge them on Friday night. They don't go in on Monday. They don't go in on Tuesday. They're going to go in on Friday. I mean on Wednesday. There's two full business days, and it's going to all show up on Wednesday. And so, yeah, our our charge cards are going to hit tomorrow that we that we charge for the end of month, which is going to be fine. That's going to be great. But you have to realize, like, if you don't have a card on file system and you're still relying on, are you still relying on like sending out an invoice? You shoot, if you're sending out invoices waiting on customers to pay their bills, you could very very easily end up net eight, net nine, net ten days. At, like that's doing good. A lot of people like 
and and I'm honest, as a consumer, I don't like that. I don't like paying on invoice. I want you to have my card on file info, and when you come and do a service, that if it's a service that I agree to, I know the cost, things like that. I want you to charge the card and be done. Like I don't want to deal with it because I don't want to be that customer that doesn't pay their bills. But it's very easy to do that in today's world. Is as busy as we are, as many things as we have going, we have going a million miles an hour, a hundred different directions. Then it's very easy for me to miss that, and so I don't ever want to be that customer. Like a hundred percent, I don't want to be that way. But some people they don't want to give you your card on file. They don't want to do that, and so we have a few people in our business that are older that. Uh, don't don't do cards on five. They literally just don't do it yet. They're not even up with that technology. But they always have a check. They always pay on time. Those are okay. Anybody new coming into our business, any new customer we're bringing on, they're they're putting a card on file. End of story. If they're not putting a card on file or pre prepaying for the year, then that's it. They're done. Like we're we're not even going to be a good fit because we're probably going to run into issues down the road. We actually just had this discussion with Alex Brown and Jacob from turf force so we did a show with them last week and that was a great show i was actually a guest on their show that dropped today actually so tuesday um april the 4th it dropped today and i i would highly encourage you to go listen to it it actually turned out to be a really good show um i was very impressed i wasn't impressed myself but uh the knowledge that those guys have is just fantastic It, it it really is truly so inspiring to see guys like that running businesses at the size that they are that are they're trying to get back to the community. But we were talking about this topic exactly, and Alex was like, if we don't have customers, if, if our on, new onboards aren't putting their card on file, they're not willing to do that, then chances are down the road there's going to be something else that we do that they're, they're, they're not going to like or agree with. So we're not even going to take them on from the beginning, which I think honestly isn't a bad model. Um, maybe now if you're in the beginning, beginning stages of business years, like one or two, you're just trying to – get anybody and everybody you can that may be different you might not want to take that advice but at the same time it's good advice because most of the time if they're not willing to do that then they're going to be like give you trouble paying and so i would push for prepay maybe if they're not going to put a card on file then definitely push for prepay but regardless i don't even know how we got on this topic i, I was talking about credit cards and versus debit cards like i said you do you i'm not going to try to give you advice on that i want you to make the best decision for you and your company if it is something that scares you, though, maybe you're like, I, I don't know if I have the self-discipline to do it. Well, go get a secured credit card. You can get a, a secured credit card for like, you can put a limit on it for whatever you want, 500 $1,000, something that you know you can pay off every month. And they won't let you spend more than that because that's your limit. You give them that money up front, you deposit that money, and they're not going to let you spend any more than that. Because one thing, you, you have to have credit. If you don't want to pay everything in cash, then you're going to have to have credit to buy a home. You're going to have to have credit to buy a truck to grow your business faster. And so, like I said, you do you. You do your business the way you want to. I'm just trying to be open and relatable and, and talk about how we do it. And so this is this is what we do. And it, it has worked for us so far. By, but the reason I even got into this was having the credit card this time of year allows us some leeway with all of the material expenses that we have. Because in spend, we'll spend eight or ten thousand dollars in a in a week or two just on strictly material expenses, and so that money takes days to come in. Like it takes time, and so you need to have that cash flow solved. Because I know a lot of you are coming out of the winter. Like bank accounts aren't as bank accounts aren't as, as high as they should be, as high as you want them to be. I'm right there with you. Ours needs to be higher than it is. Uh, but 
by doing this, it gives me a little bit of room. It gives me a little bit of like, hey, I know that it's going to be 15 to 30 days before I get a bill for this. I'm gonna The cash flow is going to be okay. We're, we're going to survive. Our bank account's not going to go dry. We're not going to get into the red. Uh, but I know it does get tough. It gets scary. Like I'll, I'll be honest. Like The bank account is lower than it needs to be right now, but it's coming out of winter. Still waiting on invoices to come in, waiting on this card on files to charge. So in a day or two, we're going to be in good shape. But there are days that it's like, oh, man, this is getting a little hairy. This is getting a little hairy here. We gotta, uh, we gotta, we gotta hope that we can, we can make payroll. And so, uh, I, you know, I say that joking, like we're fine. Business is doing fine, but it just, it is that way. Like, it's just be honest. There's guys you go through that. Anybody goes through that at some point in their business. And uh, if you're running profitably, then that shouldn't be an issue for very long. But it's still, it just, it just happens. Winter is winter. It sucks cash. Growth sucks cash. If you're trying to grow, if you're spending, reinvesting in new equipment, things like that. You're gonna get your cash is gonna get sucked out, so it, it's just part of business. It's part of doing it, but just be prepared for that, please. Please be prepared that if you're going to try to grow and you're gonna have a successful spring rush season and add and do more jobs, then like you have to be on top of your cash flow because it, I think it really truly could kill your business. A hundred percent could kill your business, and if not kill your business, cost you lots and lots of unnecessary interest payments on your uh, on your credit cards if you do do it that way because. You gotta have the money to you gotta have the money to buy the material. Like you might have an account with your local nursery or something, and and they might let you leave a tab open for a minute. But uh, Home Depot, they're not gonna let you. If you have to buy anything there, they're not gonna let you just have an open tab. So at least not in my experience. Now I'm not big enough. Some of you big contractors might, but I do not have that kind of account with Home Depot. So for me, that's something that we're trying to work on. But that that whole rant there to talk about to wrap up, cash flow is important, but our lead, our, we can't lose leads this time of year. It's just, it's so important that you can't, because you need to be, you need to be filtering your leads. I guess is what you should, is what I should be saying. You need to filter your leads right, like from the beginning. You need to vet. We talked about all that, but if you're not vetting them, then you're going to end up chasing dead ends. You you can't do that. You can't do. There's too many leads coming in the door to do that. So, vet your customers. The ones that vet the, get through the vetting process, don't lose them. Don't let them fall through the cracks because. If that's the case, you're leaving money on the table. Like you're leaving thousands and thousands of money on the table, of dollars on the table. And so, like, I guess the way that I look at it, and the way that I have to tell myself is like, if we have, we'll say five, five new leads coming in a day, I take care of three of them, and I push off two of them until the next day. What if those two leads were able to, who knew somebody that I wanted to get in with, and they were able to generate me ten thousand dollars in business, just be, just if I would have responded, or just when I, if I would have given sent them the quote. The store is now open at thehardscapeacademy.com. When you visit Caleb and Brittany's website, thehardscapeacademy.com, and you click on the store link, you now have instant access to purchase the training videos, documents, forms, and handbooks that you hear mentioned on the podcast. Plus, you can now reserve your spot at one of the upcoming in-person training sessions at the Almond's new shop. Learn step-by-step alongside our master hardscape professionals. These sessions will include how to install retaining walls, project budgeting, and paver patio estimation, just to name a few. Other sessions feature landscape design principles, horticulture basics, installing seat walls and benches, grill island installation, and so much more. Get incredible hands-on experience for you and your crew. Head over there now to find the exact training session you want. But remember, space is limited, so reserve your slot today at thehardscapeacademy.com. That's how I think about things now with the lead process is 
you need to be on top of it. You need to be sending them quotes as soon as you can. You need to be sending to them fast and efficient and in a professional manner. Like all of our all of our estimates go out in emails. That's one of our required documents of when you submit a proposal is you have to have email, address, phone number, uh, things like that. And so I highly suggest you doing something like that because we can't let money fall through the cracks and we can't let customers fall through the cracks because when that's the case, you could be leaving thousands on the table, and which is not what we want to do. We don't want to do that in spring rush. Like we want to we want to pound it hard. We want to hit the pavement running, and, and so we want to do the best we possibly can in our business. I know you do as well. Um, get around people that are actually looking to grow and learn this time of year. Like start new services, do new things. We did stuff today that I've never done before. We did mortar joints between pavers. We did, uh, so we put out some random like landscape timbers and made a little bed out of that. I had never done, done that with those before. I've done, I made beds obviously, but never with these type of landscape timbers. And we did a big cross tie job. Don't be afraid to take on new things this time of year as well. Like expand your services. If you can, if you have the bandwidth to do it, do new things, try new things. Now charge for those things. Okay. Charge for them, make money, make sure you're profitable. But it's a great time to learn. Just go out and learn and, and do and grow. And who knows, you might you might step into something that you love doing and you could take your business that route this year. You never know. But get around other business owners. Try to build relationships this year. Because I know this is going to sound crazy, but I truly believe that you could get like seasonal depression, uh, depression from spring rush. And you say, what are you talking about? Like I get seasonal depression from it being cloudy and gloomy all winter long up in Michigan and Ohio because the sun never comes out up there. I don't know why people live there, but uh, anyway, I don't know why this. I literally don't know why. I don't understand it. Why would you ever live somewhere in the winter like that where it's just absolutely miserable? It's 12 degrees all winter long. The sun doesn't come out. You don't see the sun until May. That would just be absolutely terrible to me. But anyway, I truly believe that in spring rush you could get depression because because you have so much hitting you. It's like drinking out of a fire hose this time of year. It really is. And and if you're not prepared to drink out of that fire hose and you don't have the processes and things in place, then you could be in trouble. It's just that simple. You could really end up, like, in trouble. And I think it could take a toll on you mentally. And if you don't have anybody to turn to and talk to through this time, then I think that you could go downhill very quickly. If you try to take this on alone, don't try to take on Spring Rush alone. Please go to your employees. Talk to your employees. Have these conversations because you need to be – one, you need to be very open and honest with them. You need to tell them, hey, look, this time of year, you're going to be putting in a lot of hours. We're going to be putting in a lot of hours. Our team is going to be putting in a lot of hours. We're going to be growing and going and trying new things. If you're salary, then you need to make sure and, under- and explain to them, look, you're going to work longer here. We're going to ha- the- Once the summer's here, we're going to have some dry days. We're not going to be mowing as quiet as often. Uh, we'll be knocking off at 3 o'clock every day and knocking off at 530. Like, then you need to make sure and tell them that and, and explain. If you're, getting, if you're paying them hourly and they're getting overtime, well, good for them. They're going to make more money. But guess what? They still have to work more hours, which means they're going to miss dinner with their families. And those are things that have to be communicated. If you're not communicating those uh, correctly from the beginning, then you could really have some like some upset people really early on. If you bring out a new hire in January, February, they don't really do much. January, February, March comes around, and it's like, boom, hit you in the face, and they're working 10, 12-hour days. Then they're like, whoa, what? Did, I didn't this isn't what I signed up for. So just make sure and, and communicate with them, explain, look, we're going to compensate you for it. We're going to make up for it. You're going to get bonuses. If you show up on time, we get the work done. You're going to get bonuses. We're going to pay for your lunch. We're going to take care of you. You're going to get some, some, some good shoes or whatever. We're going to buy your boots, whatever you want to say, ear, earbuds, um, whatever, ISO tunes, code GG10, save 10%, you know, all, all things like that. But 
all of that stuff to say, take care of your employees and be understanding and reasonable. Because like just today, we had uh, one of our guys had a dentist appointment, and it's one of those things like I can't really control that. It's just it is you have two dentist appointments a year. They fall on the days they fall on. You schedule them six months in advance. You don't know what you're going to be doing six months in advance, but it just is what it is. And so the world will still go on. Life will still happen. Work will still get done. Will it happen a little slower maybe? Yes, but you just work through it and you move on. You don't go fire an employee because they say they have a dentist appointment. Now, obviously, if you said don't schedule a dentist appointment this day and they do it, then that's different. But uh, like I said, this dentist appointment was scheduled six months ago. There's not much I can do about that. So just just be lenient and hesitant with them and, and just be open and honest, but then let them – like. There's going to be times. Make sure that you're allowing them to put their family first. And so you want them to show up and do the work that they're hired to do. And, and that's like you want job descriptions to so make sure they're fulfilling that, make sure they're showing up on time. But like one of uh, the other one of the guys has two kids, and he loves getting home and seeing them in the afternoon. So we want to do everything we can to get him home to see his kids early. And today he actually threw his back out. And so it's like, well, should I make him show up to work tomorrow or should I let him have the day off? It's spring rush. We have more mowing than we can keep up with because we haven't gotten to mow the last two days. It's been so wet. It's going to rain again Thursday and Friday. We really have like three to four days of mowing that we need to fit into a day and a half. Um, do we? Can we really afford for him to take a day off tomorrow because he threw his back out? No, not at all. But how is that going to look as an employer and just as a friend? Like I'm trying to, I try to build friendships with my employees. That if I if I make you come in and just suffer, you're like, <laughs> and first off, have any of you ever thrown your back out? Like, dude. I had a buddy when I was in high school, the guy that I started the business with, or they started the, that I worked with in the business, um, we worked together, and he messes back up all the time. He, he just did it. He would he would box and things. He would weight lift. He would throw his back out all the time, and I would and he would be like, oh, like this is terrible. We can barely walk. I would make fun of him. I would make fun of him so hard because we were best friends. We were just goofing off, but I would laugh at him, and I was like, oh, you're such an old man, things like that. Dude. I messed my back up last year in, in spring rush. I was shuffling mulch by myself, and I I just shoveled wrong. I got too big of a load or something one time. It almost put me in the grave. Like, it was absolutely terrible. And if you've never thrown your back out, then, one, please have more uh, more leniency and compassion for your employees if they throw their back out because, I like, it really actually helped me because I know that I've done it, so I know what it feels like. And I was able to say, dude, it's okay. Take the day off tomorrow. We'll get the work done. Go home, sit on a sit on the recliner with the heating pad on, and uh, just take it easy because you got to. And, and the thing with the back is like you can't you can't heal it. Only time will heal it. And you can go to a chiropractor or whatever, but only time will heal. You just have to rest, take it easy, and that just that would not be beneficial for him tomorrow if I had said here you have to show up and we have to get this done. And so we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna make it work. Uh, but I, I'm also not getting stressed about these type of things anymore because I've just learned that like business is business, grass is grass. It's going to get cut. Pine straw is going to get spread. Things are going to get done, and so I'm not going to lose sleep over it at night. We're going to work hard, and 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 we're going to try to do everything efficiently and get everything done when we say we get it done. But times like this, I'm not going to lose an employee because I make him show up because his back's like thrown out. He can't even stand up. I'm not going to sit there and make him weed eat all day after that. It's just not going to happen. Like, I, I just don't, I'm not that type of employer. I don't want to be. I don't really feel that you should be. Um, it's just because you need to take care of your guys. And so I'm trying to take care of them. They're going to take care of me, I know, in the long run. And so that's what we're trying to do this spring rush is just hit everything head on, but also be a team. Build your team. Be a team leader. Um, try to hire people that are team leaders. But you have to make sure and you keep a great attitude because if you, if you let your attitude go down, then the rest of the team will as well. You cannot let their morale drop. If their morale drops, you're in trouble. If you have 100 yards of mulch to spread on a commercial site 
and you're on yard 57, and you're like, oh, my goodness, there's 63 more yards. I mean, 43 more yards to spread. Uh, how are we going to do this? I might die. This is terrible. Then what are they – they're all going to follow suit. You're the team leader. You're the business owner, okay? You have to stand up and take control, and you have to say, look, this is our business. This is our job. We're going to take this. We're going to run with it, and we're going to do the best job that we can in the best timely manner. But you have to provide, like you, like I said earlier, you got to compensate. You got to bonus. You got to get them drinks. You got to do all these things to make them happy, because you that's the way you would want to be treated if you were an employee. Treat the employee as somebody that you would want to be treated like if you were in that set, and if you were in that position. Okay, so it's pretty much that simple. There's nothing profound in this episode at all. Hopefully, it's just a bunch of little reminders of like, hey, spring rush is here. It's on us, especially here in the south. You guys up north, I know it hits you a little bit later, which is crazy to me, but it is what it is. And so as you go into this, please remember, just have some type of process in place to help get you through and stay on top of things, stay on top of your cash flow, stay on top of your leads. It's great to always find out where your leads are coming from. If they're coming through one platform like your website, you have them all there for you. You can look back on and say, oh, it took me two days to get with this customer. I need to get back with them in a day. And so you can always get better and uh, work at just trying to be a better business owner, trying to be a better person, try to be a better leader. Because as we grow teams, it's very important that we try to step up and, and take the lead. And that's something that I'm trying to work on every single day. I, uh, I I try to be a leader here on the show. I try to be a leader in our community. And I hope you do as well. Because that's what we're really called to be. We're called to be Christians. We're called to be followers of Christ. And we're called to be leaders. And we want to point people to Him. We want to point people and just in a better direction in life. Um, grass is grass. Like I said earlier, it's going to get cut. It's going to grow, whatever. That's not the most important thing that runs our life. It's not the most important thing that runs my life. And I hope it's not for you either. So keep growing your business. Keep growing your sales. I want you to do that. Grow your profitability. But just know like that's not the only thing that matters in life. So, um, like, guys, look, I think that's it. Like like I said, not a ton of like profound episode here. It's just a lot of little reminders that says, hey, make sure you're doing these things this time of year because – you don't. I think the title of the show is going to be "Don't let Don't let uh, leads fall through the cracks" because that's something that's huge for me. And I know I didn't spend like a ton of time on it. We probably could have spent more time, but for me and my business, it's like, hey, we have to control our leads better. I hope you do as well. I hope you get that lined up and dialed in because that's the fastest way to lose a new lead is if you don't if you take two or three days to respond to them or even eight hours. Like I'm telling you, in this business this time of year, it's cutthroat. There's a lot of competition out there. And you have to be quick to respond. You have to be quick to get on some things. And so you never know what that customer is going to bring you there. Remember that. When you have five leads and you only get back to three of them, who are those other two? Those other two might know people that are going to bring you your next biggest uh, commercial contract you've ever had or your biggest residential mulch job you've ever done. So remember that when you're sitting there going through your leads, try to vet them, make sure they're all vetted. But when you get to that process and you get to getting estimates out, don't let them fall through. Because if you do, I think you could end up losing them. You're going to lose thousands, and it could end up hurting your business in the long run because you never know who they know. They could be like, oh, well, this customer, I mean, this business didn't get back to me. I'm not going to recommend them, so on and so forth. You don't want to go down that train. I don't want you to go down that train. I don't want to go that, down that train. So let's just stay on top of it. Let's make our businesses better this year and grow. I hope that everyone has just enjoyed this episode. If you've listened through the whole thing, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in supporting. It, it means the world, like I said, that you listen and hang out with us for here on the show for a couple minutes. This is just a midweek like, hey, we're surviving. We're thriving. We're getting through. Um, and, and I did a show before last year. I think it was called How to Thrive and Not Survive. And that's something that you need to be doing right now. You need to be thriving through spring rush. But in doing that, like I said, you got to have these processes in place. 
you got to get this stuff figured out because it, it can, very easily could turn into survival. And so, but I want you to make the, the most money you can in this time, grow as a team, grow as a leader, grow as a business, and uh, really change your business for the rest of the year and for the rest of time. So, guys, without any further ado, I think that is going to wrap this one up. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out Branded Bull. Mention our name. I think you save 100 bucks or whatever on your website. But it is really, truly, it's a great website. Adam and Lauren have done fantastic. You can go check it out. It's in the show notes for the last show. Just look up growinggreenlandscapes.com. Uh, you can see it there. It's a perfect example of what they could do for you. I really think you could transform your business. Uh, I think, like I said, I, I never run through this crap. It's all in my show notes. Isotunes saves 10% with GG10. Uh, Uzi Marketing saves you 10% with the link you use there. So just a couple different places to go find and save some money out there. Uh, we really appreciate the support and everybody hanging out with us and following along. Instagram's been rough. Like I said, we've been working 12 hours a day. That's not an excuse. It's a terrible excuse. I don't want to even put that out there. I should delete this, but I'm not. Uh, it's not an excuse to not post. It's not an excuse to be in the community. It's just like, oh, it's just part of it. I'm trying to get the work done, trying to keep on grinding and moving on. And so I've got to get better about that. I've got to be better about uh, joining in on the community on Instagram. But I hope that y'all are all doing well. I love seeing your stories. I always scroll through them at night. But it's just hard when we're out there and we're going and, I, and I'm back in the field now, as most of you know. And so it's like I'm training these guys. I'm trying to spend time with them. I'm trying to get them to the where the, to the point where they can run this show without me out there as soon as possible. And so with that comes just a lot of like – undivided attention towards them and so that's what we're trying to do but i really think that is the last thing for today i hope you enjoyed it if you did share with a friend give us a a well-rooted review a five star whatever you feel like doing it doesn't really matter to me just come hang out with us every monday wednesday friday we try to bring the best content we can sometimes there's show like this that are just relatable driving down the road to go get my dog's dog food on the on after a 12-hour day it's just part of life, and I hope that y'all are okay with that. I hope you enjoy this show for that reason of just, hey, we're here. We're relatable. We're we're real people. We we don't have any magic answers or anything. We're just trying to do the best we can to grow our businesses and grow our lives, and so I know you are as well. Thank you all so much for tuning in and building the community here around us, sharing the show so we can continue to grow community one relationship at a time. But without any further ado, that is going to wrap this episode up. So thank you all for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.